Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, and welcome to episode number 26. It's really cool. 26 to me is like the halfway of the first year of podcast, of delving into podcasts. And so um, I'm really, really excited to have gotten this far and to ha- um, to still be loving doing these as much as I, as much as I do. Um, I've got to be honest with you guys though, this week has been a little bit of a tough week for me. And with, with that, what has, what this has made me realize is that I really do love sharing with you guys and it's super important that I'm authentic and vulnerable, but it's also made me realize that I need to get some backup podcasts under my belt for weeks like this, when I'm having this little bit of a flat time and when, you know, we go through these ups and downs in our life and when you just don't feel like showing up. And I'm sure that we have all been there at one point or another, but it's been crazy and I wasn't going to let you guys down. And so I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? How do I give you guys so much value yet stay within my authentic self. And that means that I'm not going to sit here and ever just put on a, you know, I suppose you would call it like put on a fake persona or a brave face and just deliver some, you know, some great words of wisdom that aren't speaking true to where I'm at, because I really want you guys to feel the, I just want you guys to feel how real these podcasts are, because I know there are a ton of podcasts out there that are refined and that's just not me. I'm probably as oh look, I'm refined at times. That's for sure. But I think it's really important for you guys to know that these, these come to you from my heart. And so today I'm talking to you about the fact that everyone is going through something. Um, And I think that it's really, really important to recognize that, especially when we have our own difficult times. Um, So I'm going to delve into that. But as per normal, every single week before we get started, I number one want to ask you guys a favor, please subscribe and please go and leave me a five-star rating and a review if you love this. I can see there are thousands of you listening to this and it makes my heart so happy to know that. Um, but more importantly, the ratings and the reviews mean the world. And so today I am reading, actually, I've just chosen instead of kind of scrolling back, I'm just going to start reading like the most recent and the most valuable ones and the ones that really, really touch my heart. So today I'm going to read one from 
um, a gorgeous woman I know named Jen and, um, and her handle is wife, mother, photographer, Jen. And this is her rating or rating and review. So five-star rating. So loving this mindset development. Thanks Jess so much. You have continued to inspire me even back, even Ah, here we go. You have continued to inspire me from even back in the MILF days, which um, was what my, my podcast, no, not my podcast. My Instagram was called MILF in training years ago. And you'll have to skip back to one of the earlier podcasts to hear the story about that. So Jen says, it's like our lives were happening at the same time and it all just makes freaking sense. I have been wanting to take my business to the next level. And if it wasn't for your podcasts and your way of thinking methods, like, are you willing to see things differently? I really don't think I would have got this off the ground as quickly as I have. Your talks are so casual, raw and real, and it really feels like we are having a real conversation with each other every week. I'm so ready for more of what you have to give. I have recommended you to so many of my girlfriends and they are loving your work too. You have helped me get my clarity back and I thank you, Jen. That is so beautiful. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it. And every single one of you that goes out of your way to send and leave ratings and reviews, it really, really does mean the absolute world to me. So this week, and it's interesting because every single time there's a review and I read them all, it's so interesting how they touch me in a way that I'm like, okay, you're just reminding me of what I'm here to do. But so this week I'm chatting to you guys about just the, the pure fact that everyone is going through something. And I think that when we have difficult, challenging times of our own, it can be really easy to, um, to feel like you are really alone, despite the fact that you may have a ton of support despite the fact that you may have lots and lots of friends around you trying to help you or family members telling you that they're there for you. I think that when we do go through challenging times, when we go through ups and downs, when we have, um, when we have arguments with people we love, when we feel unsettled and unsure, I think it's really easy to feel like we are the only ones going through that thing, right? And one thing that I've learned in the last couple of weeks in particular um, is that every single, every single second that I've ever spent investing on myself, whether it was with my health, with my mindset, with my ability to meditate, with my journaling, with my reading of my mission statement, with all the different you know, people that I've educated through with all the podcasts and all the reading and all the books and all the audibles, there has never been one second that I've wasted in doing those things because this week and last week was really, really challenging on lots of different levels. And throughout that time, I was able to draw on my knowledge, my skills, the things that And it's interesting because you guys might hear this and go, okay, but Jess is a coach and a mentor and she should know all all this. But I did deep down, but I tell you what, when you're having hard times, you really, really have to draw on your skills. You need to get out the old notes. You need to ask yourself good quality questions. But I think more importantly, 
recognizing the normalness of your problems is really, really key. Recognizing that no matter how strong you think you are, you are still just a human. You're still just a normal person that is going to have days, weeks, stages, whatever you want to call them, where it's going to be normal to just have to feel through emotions. Um, and me personally, like I, I have had, um, I've had a lot of really great, I would, I would call them, I've had a lot of great opportunities this week. Um, and I'm going to be a little bit vague here because you guys, you guys know a lot about me. (laughs) If you've listened to my podcast before, I mean, I feel like some days I honestly think, dear God, Jess, like you, you could stop sharing all the private parts of your life, but you guys do know a lot about me. But in this instance, I'm not going to really talk about what I have been going through because it's not, I'm not ready to, and it's not really, um, it's not really super important what it is. What's more important is what I've learned. And I want, I want, while it's fresh in my mind for me to be able to share that with you. So I've had a lot, a lot of people say, you know, when you go through hard times and you'd hear this a lot is life isn't happening to me. Life's happening for me. Um, trust me when you're having a hard time, it's like, no, fuck off life. I don't want this to happen for me. I don't want to see the gift. I don't want to get the lesson. I just want to be angry. I just want to cry. I want to throw that thing at the wall. I want to kick the, you know, wheel of the car, whatever it is. Um, that is a very easy state to get into. Um, what I've been able to do and what I've been able to see, especially through some of the challenges that I've been going through, I suppose you could call them challenges or you could call them gifts or lessons, but I've been seeing it as a really big opportunity to grow. And when I say that, it's not really because I think I'm better than anyone. It's not because I'm like, oh, I'm high and mighty. And now I can, I can grow from every experience. It's because like, I genuinely, genuinely feel that when life puts, I'm just going to call them challenge or issues or whatever, but when life, when, when problems, challenges, and issues arise in your life, I really do feel that they are always in direct proportion to the level that you're playing at in life. And so what I mean by that is that, and this, this actually came from one of my coaches and mentors, Mitch, um, from MJB seminars, you know, he said this at one of the recent seminar, seven day seminars that I attended with them. Pretty sure that's where he said it, but it was all about, um, looking at, at where you're playing life at and the level that you're playing at. Right. And then asking yourself, well, the problems that are coming into my life, are they petty bullshit problems or are they high quality problems or high level problems? Um, and the way that he spoke about it really briefly was like Richard Branson. Do you think like Richard Branson pays his own phone bill or even needs to know if he received a parking fine? No, because he's playing at a different level to the majority of people. Um, and so obviously like we all have issues, problems, challenges. The, The challenge could just be like, it could be something like just paying a bill on time. That could be a challenge. Um, 
The challenge could be like we keep arguing with our spouse or our kids keep playing up. Or the challenge could be like, do we hire 30 staff this year or 50 or 500 staff or which, you know, which charity do we give this $100,000 to? Like these challenges are always going to come up. You're going to have big challenges, small challenges. Um, and, and then life presents you with challenges that you probably never, ever wanted to have to deal with, expected to have to deal with. And, and in knowing the truth, which is everyone is always dealing with something. Most of the time we just don't know because everyone's really fucking good at putting on, just putting on a brave face. Right. And, you know, this is something that I talked to my daughter about a fair bit is like, let me know what you're feeling. Let me know what's going on in that head of yours. Like if you've got something to say, say it. Um, because I think the main reason people don't like talking about the challenges they're going through, especially at the time, like it's easy to talk about them after, right. Or later. Um, and I know that that's for me as well. Like when I talk about things, when I'm going through them, I can be a bit more emotional. So if you've got kids, you can relate this to kids so easily. Like when, when they're upset about something at the time, they're like hyper emotional. They're like, but she didn't speak to me at lunch and whatever it is like, and it's all like really intense. Right. So the same thing is when we're going through our challenges as adults, you know, you have an argument with your parents or you have an argument with your spouse or something just comes out of nowhere and someone's unwell or there's something going on and you're just like, I just, this is all too much. Emotions run high. And what that tends to do is it tends to elevate things. And so I think people choose not to discuss their issues as they're going through them. Um, it could be a business issue. It could be anything, but then once it's happened, once they got through it, once they've seen the light, got the lesson or made the decision or figured it out, then they tend to talk about it. And so, you know, I think, I think what that, what ends up happening is that we do tend to feel like we're the only ones going through challenge. Um, and so number one, just, just recognize the normalness of your challenges and your problems. Just recognize that we're all a bit effed up in the head at times. We all have crazy things and thoughts and feelings. Um, I know that this week, as I said, has been, it's been, it's been super hard for me, but it's also been a a week that, um, has given me so many opportunities to become a better person and to grow. And just want to put it out there. I don't talk about this for sympathy or I don't need anyone to check in and go, are you okay? Um, because I a hundred percent am the, the important thing is, is that I get to share this with you. I've been given a gift. You guys are listening. I'm talking. I appreciate it. So I want to be able to to give you information so that if you have a problem arise, you can come back to this and go, that's right. Let me just remind myself of a few things. So yeah. Um, one thing that I definitely love to, to remind people of and talk to people about is that when you have an issue or a problem come into your life, you need to ask yourself, well, number one, how big is the problem on a scale of one to 10, one being petty BS, like I got a, I got a parking fine to 10 being, um, like 
I don't know. I can't even, I don't want to put like a top on a problem because we'd all experience different challenges, but 10 being the most dramatic, unsolvable thing you could ever think of having to deal with. And so between those two, between zero and 10, the question is when a, when a problem arises. Okay. So where does this sit? Because some people can get so triggered by a parking fine that it causes them into a spin and it causes their whole day to be thrown off. Maybe it's because they can't afford to pay it or because they're frustrated at themselves. Um, but one of the best things that I want, I, I teach my clients that I help my clients go through that. I talk to people that I coach and mentor about, um, and you'll hear this, you'll hear this spoken about in so many different ways, but the message from anyone who's in this space will be very similar is that getting to the root of the problem is really important and assessing where you're at. So where, where does this issue challenge problem sit on a scale of one to 10? Um, if it's above a six or a seven, then it probably needs more energy. But to be honest, anything under that, you just need to find the root of the problem. Um, and then you need to figure out how you, how you clean that problem up, how you fix it, how you eliminate it, what your action plan is. I think one of the biggest mistakes I've done in the past. And one of the biggest things that I see my clients do, um, when they're feeling like they can't handle something or it's all too much is that they try to clean up the problem. Um, the puddle on the ground, right? (laughs) But they don't know where the root cause is coming from. So it's like, there's this puddle on the ground, there's this big problem. And you look up to the ceiling and you're like, there's no leak. There's no dripping coming from the ceiling. Like where'd this puddle come from? What started this puddle? And then you clean it up and you're like, sweet, the puddle's gone. How cool is that? And then like, a few days later or the next day or a month later, there's another puddle, same spot, same thing comes up again, right? You guys can probably relate to this if you're in a relationship or if you're a parent and we're, to to be honest, we're all in a relationship with someone, our siblings, our parents, our partners, our friends, but you might see that puddle or that challenge and problem and you'll be like, this just keeps happening. The, we, and I, I do this all the time. I've all right. We have done this in the past a lot where we we continually come, come to, I continually come to a head with my partner, my kids, with somebody else in the family, whatever it may be. And it's the similar problem that keeps arising. It's the same puddle, but we don't, we haven't been able to get to the root source or the cause. Um, so if you can't get to the cause of the problem, then it's highly likely that you're going to have this problem continue to come up. So if it, if the problem's a low quality problem, um, a petty, petty problem, like a a parking fine. Okay. So we don't really need to assess what's the root cause. What's the, okay. Well, that is, I'm either often running late or I'm just being really irresponsible or I'm not being present and aware and I'm not looking at the signs or I'm not planning ahead and I'm not carrying change or whatever it may be, right? Or I'm not setting an alarm on my phone to remind me when to be back to the car. Pretty simple. There's like five or six scenarios that could have happened there. So in changing, in figuring out the cause, then you can figure out the action to take, right? 
So that one's easy. All right. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow and I'm literally going to get $10 transferred into $2 coins. And I'm going to put a purse in my bag. That's just for, cause I'm always paying for parking and I have to run in and get something. And I'm sometimes like two minutes late. So I'm going to start setting alarms, whatever it may be. Easy, easy, petty problem, easy to fix. When the problems, the lessons, the experiences, the challenges get bigger, then it's, it can be really difficult to find the root cause. And so what I tend to do and what I have been doing, especially in the last couple of weeks when I've had some really intense things happening for me, um, is the question of what do I do now to make sure that in this moment, when I've got this, when I want to self-sabotage, what do I do to make good decisions? How do I make good decisions that serve me? And I can tell you honestly, like all I've wanted to do in these moments of, um, of challenge in these moments of stress and emotion is give up, stop training, eat pizza, drink copious amounts of wine, shut off from the world, stop working and just say, fuck you. But my decision, especially in these weeks, this is where the strength comes is in the decision. So the strength always comes from the decision. And I always say, you know, growth doesn't count if it's easy. Um, Growth only counts when you have to push past what you'd like to do to what you know is good for you what you know is good for others. You know, there's, um, I learned this years and years ago off of one of our good friends, Scott Harris, and he had said, you know, there's different, there's different stages in which people live in and, and the best stage, I can't quite remember whether there was a name for these stages or not, but I've always come back to this and asked myself this when I've, um, when I've had a little bit of a hard time or when I've just been in a space where I'm like, Oh, things just aren't going the way I would love them to. Um, The stage that you always want to try and be in is like the feel good. Is it good for me? Is it good for others? Does it serve the greater good? And that that is a state of what you would call flow or effortlessness. That's a state we would really like to be in all the time, right? Um, And then there's lots of other different stages or states or ways we can behave. And you know, we can have like a stage where it's like, it doesn't really feel good. Um, but it's, it's good for me. Like, um, you should do it. Like it's good for other people, but it doesn't feel good or it's good for me, but it doesn't feel good, which might be something like the first time you try to go for a run. If you haven't gone for a run for five years, it doesn't feel good but I know it's good for me. So that's a different state. You should do it versus the effortlessness. And you can get to that effortless flow state eventually. But then, you know, there are, there are other stages that you can go through. And one of them, which I know, and this is what I was kind of talking about before was like the choices I would have preferred to make versus the choices I did make. So the, the preferred one would have been feels good is totally not good for me though, which was the don't work, quit while I'm ahead, eat pizza, drink wine, give up, bitch and moan, feel good for five minutes, doesn't serve me, doesn't serve others, isn't 
it's basically a state of delusion and distraction. And that's where a lot of people go to. That's one of the states people go to when they have a hard time. The thing is, we're all having a hard time. At one level or another, we're all having a difficult time. And so when you're living in that state of, look, this feels good, but I know it's not good for anybody, not myself, not my kids, not my family, not my partner, not anybody, not my career, blah, blah, blah. That's that delusional, distracted state. Um, And what normally happens in that state is after we get, when we move through it, we just have a serious sense of regret, um, remorse or guilt because we know we should have made a better decision. And then, you know, you obviously have like the other, like the worst, worst state is like when you get to that point where it doesn't even feel good anymore. So you're doing it all, like you're doing the the drinking and the eating pizza and the laziness and the denial. And now it's not even fun anymore, but you're still doing it. And that's a really dangerous place to get into. Um, that's a place where people can become really, really self-destructive. And so I always ask myself when I'm having hard times, do I choose self-sabotage or do I choose growth? And growth is always the way. <laughs> Love, compassion, understanding, non-judgment and growth. And all those things are part of growing. So when you're having a really hard time, when you're having a difficult time, the best thing I believe you can do is start with journaling and and you don't need a pen and paper. You can journal in your phone if you're literally like, well, I don't have the time or I don't have the means or when do I do that? Um, if you are sitting waiting for a coffee, you can do it. One of the things that that I've really looked at is with time, my time management around keeping my emotional state really, really strong is like, don't scroll, go back and do the things that, that are good choices that make me feel good, that are serving the greater good of others. And so when I talk about that, if you're going through something and you're just like, I just want to quit, everything sucks. Think about it like this. Well, what is better for your kids? Is it better for you to be in a suffering state or is it better for you to shift out of that and start pushing self-sabotage away and start looking for places to grow. And so one of the best things you can do when you're having a really highly emotional state and when you feel like you're going to go into, um, turn into a crazy person or say something you don't mean, or, um, you're not being constructive with where you want to go and what you want out of your life is to meditate, take 15, 20 minutes, an hour, to meditate and breathe. Breath is so incredibly important when we're, when we're going through things. Um, and then second to that is to journal. I did a post on this last week and I'm going to do a blog on it as well. But, um, journaling is something that, I mean, I I don't even like the word journaling. I think I was like, when I first heard it, I thought, what is this like dear diary today? I had a great day at school and my girlfriends and I talked about boys. And so I, I was like, what is this? Who's got time for that? But it's more like noting down. So for me, what I've done and what I've found to be really, really powerful at this stage and at where I'm at right now is, is more like documenting. So reflecting on what's been going on, how I'm feeling, what I've said, what the people involved have said, 
uh, where I've gotten help, where I've gotten insights, what I want for the future and just being really clear. And that is really just for me so that when I when I then have a weakness point, I can get back in there and I can go, okay, that was a thing that triggered something. Um, because again, if you are having really high quality, big issues, they may not be high quality, but they're high level. They're really pushing your buttons. They're really throwing you off. You've got to get to the root cause of it. And so sometimes journaling will really help with that. Um, or asking good questions, meditating sometimes opens up your mind so that you can find the answers that you're not currently finding in a highly emotional state. Um, and I had a good point and it's completely gone. Um, yeah. So getting to the root cause is really, really important. So for me, one of the things that I realized, um, this week was that there was, there was some patterns going on and within that, so you might, you might look at your life and you might be like, every time this happens, we have an argument or every time that happens, this results in my kids being this way. Or whenever I talk to my mom that way or whatever it is, or at work, this happens, or when things don't go right in my career, then this and this and that happens, whatever it may be. But I was able to really dig deep through journaling, through meditation, through my walks and things like that and go, okay, where do I take responsibility and what's the root cause of some of this frustration and some of these things? So I really highly suggest you guys do that. And more importantly, get into the, get into the mode of taking like five minutes a day to do some journaling. And trust me when I tell you that you will love it. And it's all part of routine and having a really, really great ritual set of rituals. I would just, I know that there are a lot of people that love excuses in this world. I used to be one of them. I'm not anymore. Like I'm completely fucking over excuses. Honestly, I think that in the world we live in with the amount of abundance of information, there's just no excuse to be playing at low levels. If you don't generally, like if you want to play at a low level, if you're just like, you know what, I'm not for this PD stuff, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But if you want to play at that level, then go play there, go play with everyone else, you know, um, at that low level. But if you want to, you know, create incredible life, create freedom and time freedom and lack of stress, and you want to be in in an effortless ease flow state, things have got to change and excuses have to go. So one of my greatest suggestions, and I would always suggest this to my clients as well, is like if if you've immediately gone, well, I don't have time, then you are an excuse-driven person right now. Stop it. Just please like stop it. You have time. You just don't want to do the work. You have time. You're just scared of what it might uncover. You have time, but you don't value yourself enough to give yourself that time. So just get clear on what the real truth is and set your alarm for 2.45 every day and get to the school pickup line 10 minutes early and journal or do it when you're drinking your coffee or get up early or stay up later. I don't care, Um, but you can do it, right? You can, every time you open your Facebook think, no, I've got a journal first. It doesn't matter what you do. Just make it a, make it a habit. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to kind of 
Oh, there's a couple of other things, but another thing that I was really, that I uncovered this, this last couple of weeks was who's in charge of me right now. And that was a really good question or who's in charge of this situation right now. And who's in charge of me. Um, good quality question that I play over in my mind when I have challenges and problems and how would I show up if I was showing up as my best self, if I had all the answers, what, or if I had all the knowledge, what would the truth be? What is the real truth? Um, and then the biggest question is, does it take more energy to hang on to this problem or to let it go? And to be honest, there is no right answer here, but it's a very good question. So does it take more energy to hang on to this problem or let it go? Now, if we go back to the petty problems, the def- the definite answer is to let it go. But I, I'm fairly sure that the, the right answer in most cases, probably I dare to say all cases, is letting it go. Because the energy and the emotion and the pain that you cause yourself physically, mentally, um, internally by feeling angry and upset about things long-term can honestly debilitate you for years, like 10, 20, 30 years. And I know this because the work that I get to do with people and the work that my coaches have done with me in terms of healing wounds from childhood in terms of thinking about what triggered me and how it triggered me and thinking about my, my biggest hangups and going, well, how are these playing out in adult life? And, you know, there was something that I didn't let go of, not consciously, but subconsciously that I didn't let go of that I held on to for like 29 years. Now that's not my fault in a lot of ways, because I didn't have the skills back then to know but when I, when I talk about that, it really genuinely takes more energy to hang on to things than it does to let go. And so people love hanging on to bullshit stories. People love being like, yep, he's this, or she's that, or things will never change or enough is enough. Like even just statements that just make no fucking sense. You know, it's so much easier to hang on to thing. It's so much harder to hang on to things, but we believe it's easier. So subconsciously we're just like, this is our comfort zone. This is the easy space. I'm just going to hang on to this because being angry serves me so well versus I am going to do the work to let go of this because this does not serve me. And whether that's a, a fight with your partner, whether that is something that's going on at work or something that you did to the kids, like you yelled at them and you've got guilt. It's easier to let go of that than it is to hang on. So look, there are tools, there are ways you can learn to let go. Sometimes it's not as easy as just saying, I need to let go of this. Sometimes you need help. Um, and then the final thing that I really, really learned, well, there's two more things. I think I just said that twice, but (laughs) another thing that I really, really learned and something that I really had to evaluate for myself was, do I have a set of expectations that are causing me to move away from appreciation? Is that a possibility? So do I have expectations that are causing me to move away from appreciation? And the other question was, 
or, or the, the, the add on to that, or are these expectations, my standards? And so that was a really, really good quality question. And I think in relationships, in business, if you're, if you're dealing with business partners, I think even with your kids, standards versus expectations is a really good point. Um, my final point and the thing that I have really, really enjoyed this week, um, this last couple of weeks, despite our, you know, the challenges that have been presented in front of me is that you really do need to understand two crucial things. The first one is we are all going through something. So stop, stop believing that one day you'll never go through anything. We're all going through something and it's okay the biggest thing I can suggest for anybody that's having a hard time is go and get some help, go and get, whether it is help from a medical professional, um, a counselor, a coach, a mentor, um, a friend that's got your best interests at heart. Very, very big distinction between who, who am I getting my advice off? Um, that's a really, really big one. But don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to be honest and vulnerable with the people around you because sometimes you just can't figure things out. You know what? 99% of the time you can't figure things out on your own. You need other people around you in order to be able to shine and to be able to see things as clearly as you can. And trust me when I tell you that you will never regret getting help getting perspective, having someone that you trust or having, or calling in the help of a coach or a mentor, um, of a counselor or somebody like that, that can ask you some really good quality questions and move you towards being in a better place because problems only get presented to us because the universe knows that we can handle them and that we ultimately have a gift and a beautiful, beautiful lesson on the other side of everything. Everything always works out perfectly. Um, sometimes that can be really difficult to hear or to want to hear when you're having a hard time. But I really do believe that we get presented with, with problems and challenges. Um, and we experience things because the universe does have our back and the universe wants us to shine. And, It really is just given to you as a gift if you choose to see it that way. But just remember that there is so much normalness in having problems. If we didn't, the world would be very lopsided and (laughs) the, um, you know, you can't have everything good without the bad, right? It would be, there would be a really, there would be a big imbalance. Um, So as you handle the highs, handle the lows, go with, integrity, go with standards, have respect for the people around you when you're in these challenge states. And remember, ask for help, be authentic and vulnerable. It's it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's a sign of strength. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, 
please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.